0: Here's what's coming up on today's show. Typically, uh, one to four weeks, we're seeing free rent back post-close right now.
1: Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. When it's time to buy or sell, turn to Colleen Benson and the Benson Broker Group with Keller Williams. Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. All right, let's get to some listener questions here. Colleen, if you want to submit a question to be featured on a future mailbag portion of our program, you can do that at BensonBrokerGroup.com. Mary over in Canby has our first question of the week. And Mary says, We've obviously heard so much about homes selling way above list price, so if based on our loan, our budget for a home is 700 k should we be setting the upper limit on our search to more like 600 k to leave room for that above list price movement?
0: Ah, that's a great question, Mary. Hey, a um, couple factors to think about here. Is your budget 700000 based on a particular property property taxes because in different locations around the area property taxes change very much so is that 700 just kind of an average can you go above that you just don't want to or you know how hard is that 700 line and depending on your lender there's different programs we could look at to see if you did fall in love with a home that then went into a bidding war up to 750 would you be comfortable at that price and could you afford it but if if 700 is your absolute hard line maybe not 600 but maybe start looking around 650 675 like i've said a couple times on this show that the the higher price range market and that is in this area so anything above 600 is considered you know that high end it moves a little slower so we're not we're not seeing the crazy jumps over list price in this price range the way we are in the 4 and 5s so you might not have to come in fifty thousand over list price. Just depends, um, but hopefully that answers your question. And I uh, hope you like your lender, but I've got a couple great lenders that can do wonders and magic right now. So and that you're probably in a jumbo loan range there, so it might be worth shopping around on that lender too.
1: Hmm. That's a great little extra tip there, and uh, thank you for that question, Mary. We really appreciate you sending that one in to us. Again, call or text Colleen if you've got any direct questions for her, want to talk about your specific real estate goals, parameters, and uh, desires. 503-830-9467 is that number to call or text. 503-830-9467. All right. Here's one from Stacy. It's a short and sweet question. Stacy is in Salem and says, "In this market, is a twenty percent down payment enough?" Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. Especially for your primary residence, if this is going to be your primary home, uh, there's loans out there as low as three to five percent. So, it might be a little bit harder to win the bid, but yeah, twenty percent is plenty of a down payment.
1: I guess people will ask that kind of question, right, because you hear from a couple of different angles, like you want a big enough down payment where you don't have to pay PMI. That seems to be where the 20% part comes from. Yes. But then people also think it makes their bid stronger the more cash up front that they put in versus having to mortgage more, you know, because you hear about cash buyers. So there's a lot of different, I won't call them misconceptions, but people bring their opinions for how much is an appropriate down payment based on a couple of different angles.
0: Sure, and a twenty percent da- down payment is a very strong offer. Yeah, because um, you know not too many people have that much cash for their down payment. So if you do, that's fantastic. And es- especially you know, with some of
1: the price points where people yep. are, you know, buying these days, that that's going to be a big chunk of change if we're talking five, six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollars houses and more.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Another good question. Thank you for that one, Stacy, as well. We've got another one here from Dan in Salishan. By the way, if you have a question, you can go to bensonbrokergroup.com to submit those or fill out the form when you text the word Oregon to the number 21000. We'll send you back a link that you can click on and fill out the form uh, if you want to have a question featured on a future show. Dan says, should I expect to be able to rent back my home from a buyer for a period of time? Is that request something that takes place during negotiations or should it be upfront during the listing before offers come in and what is the maximum amount of time you can rent back
0: yeah these are great questions in fact I'm actually dealing with this exact situation with one of my sellers right now so they wanted to make sure that any offer that came in it was understood that they needed a month in the house after closing. And I was like, well, that's quite a long time, but we'll see what we can do. You know, it is, sellers hold the cards right now, so let's give it a shot. And so usually for me, and every agent might do it differently, you you could put it in the MLS, a little side note or in the private remarks that the realtors see. But for me, when, when a buyer's agent calls me, and usually a buyer's agent will call and say, hey, how many offers do you have? Do you have multiple offers yet? When's the deadline? And is there anything special the sellers want? And that's when I say, yes, the sellers would like a 30-day free rent back post-close. And so then they will talk to their buyer and see if that's possible. And then I usually find out, you know, typically seller doesn't quite need a whole month. They think they do, but the ball starts rolling, packing starts happening, and they end up, Finding a house that they love and comes together within two weeks. So typically, uh, one to four weeks. We're seeing free rent back post close right now.
1: Okay, that's helpful to know. And uh, yeah, y- yeah, that's that's just a great direction because I can see a lot of people, um, you know, wondering is that a norm? And also, yeah, when you bring that up. So it sounds like you're saying you don't really put that in the listing. But it's when no. the when you get contacted and they start saying, hey, we've got somebody that's interested in buying, it's pretty right. common behind the scenes for them to say, is there anything else the sellers want that we can make our bid stronger? So Everything's
0: negotiable. And if everything, they say, okay. well, we'll pay you $20,000 more, but we need your clients out immediately, maybe that would appeal more to my clients. They'd be able to get out right away in that sure. circumstance. You know, yeah, go okay, live in a fine. hotel we'll for a little bit. kick ourselves out sooner yes. for that.
1: <laughs> yeah, no big deal. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, but
0: you know there's a lot to be concerned about obviously renters insurance I highly recommend depending on the size and the and the cost of the home um, we want to up that renters insurance from maybe a five hundred thousand dollar policy to a million dollar policy just for that added coverage just in case something happens in that in that time where the seller has already sold their house but they're still living there it's actually owned by the buyer.
1: For such a uh, short period of time, I can't imagine the uh, cost of that would be, you know, extraordinary. No, it's not.
0: It's not. So you might as well over
1: insure a little bit if you need to. yeah, (laughs) Makes sense. Good little tips right there. Great question, Dan. That's a really good one. Uh, if you got questions for Colleen, you can ask her direct questions. You don't have to wait for a question to be featured on the show. You can just have a one-on-one conversation by calling or texting her at 503-830-9467, 503-830-9467. All right, Lisa has our next question in Jefferson. Lisa says, my husband and I are going to sell our home in a month or two. A few of my co-workers at the hospital have shown strong interest in the house. It's making me think about just selling it to one of them instead of going through the hassle of listing it on the open market. But I'm also not sure what I'd be getting into if I went that route. Would we be missing some good opportunities if we handled the home sale privately?
0: Yes, you may, I would say. This comes up a lot. You know, somebody's like, oh, you're going to sell your house. I'd love to buy it. First of all, are they qualified buyers? Um, do they have a house to sell? How much, you know, are you willing to possibly take off the table by not giving you a chance to go on the open market? And so, typically, as hard as it is, what I suggest my clients say in this situation is, "I would love for you to buy it." My realtor's going live with it on. You know, whatever, June 1st, and here's our list price. So maybe get in touch with your realtor or your lender and let's put a deal together. You know, it kind of takes it off of you, the pressure off of you, and puts it on us as your realtors to kind of negotiate and handle that for you. Because, yeah, you might leave quite a bit of money on the table by selling it to a friend pre market.
1: It's a great point. And I could also see, Colleen, like, you know, your coworkers are just being nice, right? Like,
0: yeah, oh, yeah, I'd
1: love to buy your house. I bet it's beautiful. Like, you know, people I, say just nice stuff It sometimes. all the
0: time. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But if you, like, then rely yes. on that being serious, you know, it could get awkward if you're like, okay, yeah, I'm relying on you to buy my house. Let's go. Let's get this done. They're like, oh. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't Now, really on serious. another
0: note, though alter if you truly have a buyer for your home and you don't want to go on market you you know you're set on selling it to let's say it's it's a family member or whatnot or a neighbor who knows um then we can handle that we can contract that for you and just handle the transaction for a very discounted fee. So, oh, well, if that's, that's something that you're, okay. if that's something you know, you, you let's say your son wants to buy your house, but you want to make sure you're doing it all legally, properly through the right channels, we can definitely broker that deal for you for a very minimal fee and uh, get it done into escrow for you.
1: I love it. I'm glad that we got a little extra detail on that question because that's pretty cool. I never thought of uh, that being the case. So it doesn't necessarily have to be an all or nothing for sale by owner, right? Like if you find the buyer but don't want to deal with the paperwork, there's kind of a yeah. little middle ground solution there.
0: Mm-hmm. So I love We that. do that quite often for people.
1: I imagine it's probably like you described for a lot of like family transactions family. and that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. But if you had a coworker who was truly serious about buying and- the price was happy to you and you didn't uh, want to hit the open market and go through all those stressful parts Hey, why not it sounds like a great there
0: deal There we go we'll help you with it
1: The Keeping It Real Estate Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most major podcasting apps. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Just search for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson on your favorite app to find us. Or you can find subscribe links, listen to past episodes, check out the show notes and other great resources, including ways to contact the show and Colleen by visiting keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. That's keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. Did you know that Colleen Benson also has a radio show?
0: Tune in to the Keeping It Real Estate radio show, Saturdays and Sundays at 1 p.m. on AM 1220 and 104.3 FM KSLM.